What's up, y'all? It's your girl, AK, and you're tuned into AK Unfiltered. How you all doing today? I hope you all are doing extremely well. I'm doing good. I just hope that you all are taking necessary precautions and keeping yourself safe, healthy, all of that good stuff, because hello, we're still in pandemic, period, okay? Now, before we get started in today's episode, I gotta do the black business of today. The black business of today goes to visuals with a he. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. If I mispronounce her name, I really genuinely apologize. Well, let me just tell y'all about a he, right? She is UK bit she's UK based. Ooh. She's UK based and she does YouTube graphics. Okay, so if you're somebody that you do YouTube or you're getting into trying to do youtube and you need an intro outro banner thumbnails she is your woman okay she's your girl period she did an intro for nella rose and it's actually i'm like low-key watching it now that's what you y'all hear but y'all like when i when i tell y'all it's really good nah when I tell you it's it's bomb, it's bomb. Like, it's bomb to the point where I really think Nella should even use this intro because that's how really, really good it is. So, yeah, only serious inquiries only. So, I'm going to leave the link to her business Instagram and I'm also going to leave her personal Instagram as well. So, yeah, go check out Visuals with Ihi, period. Now, before we actually get started into the, in today's episode, I gotta just, you know, rant a little bit because let's do a little concourse on time, you feel me? Let's just rant a little bit before we get started in today's episode. So, y'all, I have a bone to pick with USPS. And the reason why I have a bone to pick with USPS is because their delivery system is low-key flawed. So, tell me why I was expecting a package today. Actually, I was expecting two packages today, but only one was uh only one was delivered. And the other one, I'm a little bit annoyed because that the other one that's supposed to be delivered is the one that I actually low-key need for today and it's not here. But when I go and I type in the uh the tracking number online, when I go and tra- when I literally go type the tracking number online, it says it's been delivered, but it's not here. And that irritates me a lot because it has happened before. It happened with my books. You know, you know, today we're doing a book review, LOL. But it has happened with my books where it will say that it's been delivered, but yet it's not here. And next thing you know, it shows up two days later. So I went online and I'm like looking and I'm like trying to look up and see, you know, says it's delivered, but it's not here. And apparently there has been instances where mail carriers will... Oh, what the hell? I'm like, what the hell is that noise? Okay, sorry, y'all. But there's been instances where mail carriers will literally scan the packages and it will say it's been delivered, but yet it hasn't been delivered yet. And that defeats the whole purpose of what the mail tracking system is for. How can I accurately track where exactly my package is if you're scanning it before it's been delivered? Like, that don't make no sense to me. It's happened to me. It's happened to one of my customers. One of my customers, um, one of my customers was supposed to get a product. They hit me up saying to me that, you know, it says that it's been delivered, but yet it wasn't there. Two days later, y'all, two days later, the package shows up. Like, what's going on? I'm gonna need USPS. I'm gonna just need the mailing systems in general to get it together because 
don't do that. Like, don't, I don't understand why they do that because we can't accurately track, we cannot accurately track where our packages are. And next thing you know, they might actually be lost. So I really hope, I really hope, I really, really hope that it comes tomorrow because I'm pressed. But yeah, that's just a little rant for today. But yeah, let's get into today's episode. So today I'm going to be doing a book review. I know, I know, I know, I know people are like, AK, where's the book reviews? Uh, I, I, I know. So today I'm going to be reviewing Think, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, y'all, so when it comes to this book, I picked this book because as y'all know, I read one business book and one other book that's probably like self-help relationships or romance, you know what I'm saying? So this was my business, my business book for like last month. And y'all, let me tell you something. This book is old as fuck. It's old as fuck. Let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all why. So if I had to rate this book, if I had to rate this book, I don't, mm, let me think about it. Let me think about it. But it's old as hell. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting it to be old. And when I say it's old, I mean Thomas Jefferson is in here. Andrew Carnegie is in here. Rockefeller is in here. That's what I mean by it's old. It's literally white men. That's really what it is. But Think and Grow Rich is basically a philosophy book. So honestly speaking, when it comes to this book, I personally feel as though you have to read it again. So for me, personally speaking, I'm definitely going to read it again because the first time I read it, there was some instances where I was just like, what the hell am I reading? Like, I'm not understanding. And even in the book, it says that you should read it again. So I'm probably going to read it again, probably at the end of the year, you know, at the end of the year, probably going to read it again, you know, to end off the year on a good note or whatever. But yeah, it's basically a philosophy book. And when I was, when I, when I picked this book, I was thinking that it was going to give me like... I don't know how to explain it. I thought it was going to give me, like, the tools I needed to, you know, become rich or wealthy in the future. Ah, ah, ah. But then as as I'm actually, like, reflecting on the book, it actually does what it says. You think and you grow rich. And when you think and you grow rich, it translates into riches. You feel me? And so, yeah. Let me read the back. Well, actually, the one that I got is the Deluxe. the English is not coming. I got the deluxe edition and how many pages are in here? Let me see. Well, this don't count. So let me see how many pages are in here. So it's 373 pages in here, but it's very, I personally feel as though it's very easy to get through because, um, the pages are not that long, if that makes sense. Like they're not long. So it's easy to kind of get through. Uh, so don't fear if, you know, you're somebody that can't read, you know, big books, you know what I'm saying? Because 300 and some pages, that's a lot of pages. That's a lot of pages. But yeah, let me read what's on the flap for y'all. So on the flap, it says, you are holding in your hands a special keepsake edition of the greatest wealth building guide of all time. This deluxe, this, this deluxe edition of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich is designed to provide a lifetime of guidance, encouragement, and inspiration. The worldwide bestseller in a landmark volume. Here is the golden door to attaining your dreams and joining the millions of achievers who treasure the magic of Napoleon Hill. The Think and Grow Rich Deluxe Edition features Napoleon's, Napoleon Hill's complete original 1937 text. Damn, wow. <laughs> 
vegan leather bound casting at an affordable price, a red ribbon place marker, marbled end papers, gilded paper edges, a Napoleon timeline. So yeah, that's what it says. Um, for me personally speaking, when it comes to books, I like I like hardcover books. I do not like paper books. I like hardcover books. I I just I feel like I like hardcover books because they don't get damaged as easily compared to paper books. So that's just my advice to those who want to start reading. Um, one thing I will say is I like that the fact that it had the ribbon marker because I don't have a bookmark. I need to get a bookmark, but it was really helpful for me to keep my place. And it was uh there was fifteen chapters in here, so it's fifteen chapters in here. Um. So basically, there's technically 13 steps, uh, there's 13 steps to towards riches, right? So the first step is desire. The second step is faith. The third step is auto-suggestion. The fourth step is specialized knowledge. The fifth step is imagination. The sixth step is organized planning. The seventh step is decision. The eighth step is persistence. The ninth step is power of the mastermind the 10th step step is the mystery of sex transmutation the 11th step is the subconscious mind the 12th step is the brain and the 13th step is the sixth sense and really the last step is basically clearing the brain for riches so really um it talks about that particular chapter talks about how to outwit the ghosts of fear that well the six ghosts of fear so, yeah, when I had to talk about this book, um, this book, like I mentioned before, this book is literally a philosophy book. So this is a particular book that I definitely say that you have to read more than once to really understand and grip what Napoleon is saying in this book. Um, he used, like I said, he used Thomas Jefferson. He used Ford. He used uh, Andrew Carnegie because I believe one of them. I don't remember which one. One of them actually, t I believe it might be Carnegie, but don't hold me to it. But one of them basically taxed, taxed, taxed him. Is it taxed? Ta wait. Yeah, taxed him. LOL. Taxed him with the job of basically creating a philosophy book that will help, you know, future generations when it comes to learning how to build riches, learning how to build wealth, right? So... You know, overall, I would say it's a, it's an okay book. There were some things that I got from it that I could see and say, yeah, I definitely agree with. It had me, you know, it had my mind thinking of things that I could do myself. So, um, yeah, if I had to rate this book, I would say this book is an eight. I would give it an eight because majority of the book, the things he was saying was making sense. But then there were some parts of the book that I was just like, what is he talking about? Why is this even in the book? I'm not understanding. But, you know, after thinking back and reflecting, excuse me, now I can see why he added certain things, like certain particular stories. So there was one story that he added. I forgot what exactly it is, but uh, I forgot. I think it was like a still, a still, a still business, right? Something about a still business and... It was just a lot surrounding, like, it, it was a lot, 
Like, that particular story was a lot to even comprehend. But all I know is that it was basically about a still business. Somebody, some old white man wanted to create a still business. I cannot remember which white man it was. But they wanted to create a still a still business. And they were met with a lot of opposition. But they were able to be persistent and really, I would say, really be solidified in their dreams, be solidified in what they wanted to accomplish to the point where they did not allow other people's opposition to basically hold them back. Um, Even the same thing with Ford, too. With Ford, apparently, he was trying to create a car that people who, you know, people who work for him were telling him, you know, it's not possible to create this car, ah, ah, ah. And he kept, like, telling them, no, figure out a way to create the car. He had a vision. He had a vision, and he wanted to make sure that that vision was carried out, point blank, period. Okay, and guess what? The people who worked for him were able to carry out his vision. The particular car that he wanted, he was able to, well, they were able to create. So um, some of the some of the gems that I found in this book, I'm about to, uh, you know, share with, share with y'all, you know, share with y'all. Hold on, let's see. Okay, so one gem I saw in the book that I had to write it down, um, and like I mentioned before in my other book reviews, when you're reading a book, especially if it's like business, definitely write it down so that way, because you cannot remember everything, like it's not possible, you cannot remember everything, so you have to write it down. Um, so some of the gems I saw in this book that I was like, mm, okay. So one gem said, every failure brings with it the seed of an equivalent success. So when I saw that, I said, I like this gem that was in the book because I really feel as though when it comes to a lot of people, when it comes to business or just, let's just say building wealth, let's say building wealth, you know, building wealth is not as easy as people might think it to be it's actually very very difficult but when you have the tools that you need you know how to move you feel me you know how to move you feel me and I think what people fail to realize is that well one thing I see people is that when they fail at something they give up they straight up give up and you cannot give up you have to continue to persist you have to continue you you literally have to see a vision and a dream for yourself and you need to make sure that the things that you're doing now is working towards those dreams those visions you feel me they're not gonna happen overnight and that's one thing I personally feel like I had to learn myself that things are not gonna hope things are not gonna happen overnight but they are going to happen eventually feel me so don't get discouraged if you fail at something you know what i'm saying because failure is basically the price that you pay for success whether you like it or not okay look at b simone b simone is a prime example of you know she's a you know she's a prime example she has been getting a lot of controversy. Let me tell you something. She's been getting a lot of controversy. And to an extent, I feel bad for her. But to an extent, I don't because she put herself in that position. Um, one thing she's doing that I personally like is that she's doing a class. I forgot what, is, what, what it is. Let me actually check what it is. Let me go to B. Simone's Instagram and see the B. Simone. 
So yeah, she's basically doing a free webinar, which there are people that are talking about leadership and building a team, how to be financially prepared to start a business, legal tips every entrepreneur should know, learning about trademarks, how to handle a brand crisis and controlling the damage. Now, people like people are talking smack about her saying that, oh, this is a this is a webinar that she needs to take herself. But I'm like, in my head, I said, well, why aren't you signing up for the webinar? You know what I'm saying? This is free information. This is this is free information. Like, this is literally free information. B. Simone was able to take a failure, which was her book being, her book having, her book having plagiarized pages from other content creators and at least turn that failure into something positive or attempt to because you know people people on the internet are really really ruthless they're very very ruthless it's crazy but in my head I said why literally I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with y'all I signed up for the class I said this is free information this is free information from black from like five black people who are giving this free information why aren't people jumping at the opportunity what i said why aren't people jumping at the opportunity but yeah i signed up for it i don't care it's free information that i could personally use for myself and i'll always say this the more you learn the more you earn so you really have to learn if you really want to earn more money for me now the next the next uh the next uh whatchamacallit gem that i saw in the book was dreams are the seedlings of reality i love that so much i i really feel like people fail to realize how powerful their dreams are your dreams literally your dreams you have to you have to i just feel like for me i have a lot of dreams so for me, the things that I'm doing is I'm literally planting seeds in certain aspects or certain things that's helping me to get one step, 10 steps, 20 steps closer to my dreams. Always remember that your dreams are powerful and you should not let someone else get in the way of your dreams. At the end of the day, your path is between you and God. No, God knows what path that you know you should be on at the end of the day and there's so many resources for you to I really feel like people fail to realize how many how much resources we have um in terms of trying to make our dreams a reality. So never forget that your dreams are literally the seedlings of reality. Another another gem that I was like, yeah, I love this was a quitter never wins and a winner never quits. I love that so much. And for me personally speaking, uh, you know, y'all, y'all already know that I have my TLC business and, you know, business is kind of slow right now. Business is slow. Um, business is slow, but I'm not allowing the fact that this particular business being slow affect me. I'm not letting it affect me because I know at some point it's going to pick up. I know that it's going to, I'm, I know for a fact, I'm going to, be really really successful in the TLC business and I refuse to quit. Now, if y'all also remember, I do have another business. I have another network marketing business which is Amway. I haven't really been active with Amway because for me personally speaking, I have plans for that particular business, but this is a, that these two businesses are businesses that I invested my time and my money in. Therefore, I'm going to make sure that I get my money and my time's worth. I think a lot of people fail to realize, well, I think, well, let me not say 
that i would say something i realized from a lot of people is that when things get too hard people do the easy thing which is to quit nobody said nobody said getting rich is gonna be easy nobody said that nobody said that and if anything you really shouldn't want to get rich quickly because when you get rich quickly it only builds your ego when you're struggling when you're failing things like that it builds your character at the end of the day but that's just my personal opinion Remember, y'all, I'm entitled to my own opinion, not to my own facts. And the same thing goes with y'all, too, period, okay? Now, the next gem that I saw in this book was this: the self-same power that must be used by every individual who becomes self-determining are desire, decision, faith, persistence, masterminds, and organized planning, Okay? <laughs> Excuse me. So, what this means, right? If I had to really say what it means to me is that, for me, personally speaking, for me to really be determined into, you know, doing things that I personally feel as though are successful to me, because I want people to understand success is what you define it, what not what other people define it as. So, it's like, for me... In order, in order for me to be really, really determined, um, I need to work on my self-power. And these particular self-powers self I need to work on is desire, decision, faith, persistence, mastermind, and organized planning. Now, desire. You have to have a desire. Well, let's just say if you're somebody that wants to build wealth or just to be rich, right? You have to have a desire to be successful. You have to have the desire, you know, you have to have a burning desire to be wealthy in order to be really, really determined. Even with decision, when it comes to decision, uh, something I realized when it comes to decision, when it comes to decision is that um, basically those who fail to accumulate wealth take a long time to to make a decision those who do accumulate well let me let me how do i explain this i mean how do i explain this for y'all to really understand what i'm saying because uh this is okay how to explain it let me see basically people who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions if at all very slowly and of changing decisions quickly and often so if you're somebody that you fail to accumulate money you basically well you have to look deep within yourself and realize okay what of me is basically stopping me or let's say um blocking me from making the money that i need to make in order to accumulate wealth accumulate riches right and it's like people part of it is people who fail to accumulate this money they have a they really have a habit of reaching decisions slowly and they change these decisions quickly okay they change these decisions quickly um so like i said when they when things get too hard what do people do they do the easy thing which is to quit which is to quit instead of persisting um which is also one of the the powers that you should be you know working on in order to be determined to accumulate the wealth that you want to accumulate persistence you gotta keep going at it you cannot stop you have to apply pressure 
at all times and that's just on period okay have faith that's another one have faith a lot of people forget this I personally feel as though well I don't I don't know about everybody else who listens to this podcast but for me personally speaking I'm a Christian so I love God you feel me I love God that's my that's my that's my bestie you feel me and I have faith in God that the path that I'm on is the path that he is setting for me um that's just my personal opinion. You really have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in your in God. You have to have faith in your vision. Have faith in your dreams, and you will accomplish what you will want. What you want to accomplish. Um, master mind. So when it comes to master mind, is basically you have to. Let me just say this: mind control is the result of self discipline and habit, which is also a gem that I saw in the book, which I love. So either you control your mind or it controls you. So you have to master your mind because when it comes to, let me tell y'all something on social media, social media is a prime example of how people can, let's just say, be easily manipulated by things that are happening on social media, on the internet. And I want people to understand that social media is not real life. People put things on social media that they want to put. They don't put the struggles, the the blood, the sweat, the tears that they put into becoming successful. They don't put that on social media. They put their success on social media, okay? So as a result, when it comes to people looking at that, people really feel as though that's real life, you know? And you never know. This person could be on social media and portraying that they have money, portraying that they have wealth, and yet in real life, they broke as hell. So you have to have a mind of your own. You have to not allow yourself to be easily influenced by things. And I feel as though a lot of people are easily influenced by social media, that's one, by family, that's two, by friends, by their environment. So you have to master your mind or your mind will will become a master of you, period, okay? Lastly, organized planning. When it comes to building wealth, when it comes to riches, you have to have solidified plans. A lot of people want to build wealth and don't have solidified plans to in order to get to that wealth, okay? I will always say this. Everybody should have multiple streams of income at the end of the day. You should never, ever, 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 ever bake on one stream of income at the end of the day. And this is one of the reasons why, for me personally speaking, when it comes to social media, for me... When I look at the purpose, well, what is the purpose of my social media? I would say that, let me just say Instagram, for example. Instagram. Instagram, I use Instagram to try to inform people on, you know, things that are going on in the world, uh, things that happen within the black community. And I also use Instagram for monetary purposes. Like, the hell? Like, you get what I'm saying? I use Instagram for that. That's for me personally speaking. I use it for monetary purposes and I also use Instagram to inform people and occasionally entertain people. You feel me? Try to post some things that's funny, make people laugh. But Instagram or just social media is one of a, is a tool to use to make money. People fail to realize that. Like, people really fail to realize that. If they're not using social media to make money or to inform people, then what exactly are you on social media for? Because there are some people who are on social media to entertain, to do other stuff. So you really have to find your purpose when it comes to, you know, using your social media wisely. And, like, as I mentioned before, when it comes to building wealth, you really have to have 
solidified plans in order to build wealth. You can't just say, you cannot wake up one day and say, I want to build wealth and don't have solidified plans. What are the steps that you're, what are the steps, what are the action steps that you're actually taking to build this wealth? Okay. So the last gem that I'm going to share with y'all is the seven major negative emotions and these are emotions that you have to try to avoid and it's easier said than done trust me i believe it i trust me believe it it's easier said than done because even i struggle with this too so y'all are not alone i struggle on i literally struggle on this too but i personally feel as though the more i read the more it builds my mindset you feel me the more it builds my mindset and the more my mindset gets stronger against things that are happening on social media family friends my environment etc so the seven major negative emotions that you have to avoid is number one the emotion of fear a lot of people have fear 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 is one of them Fear is one of them. And if you want to build wealth, you cannot fear. You have to, you have to, you have to literally, how do I explain it? Like, you have to literally just take a leap of faith and just do it. For example, when it came to my podcast, um, when I when it came to my podcast, well, let me just explain it, like, briefly. For those who are new and haven't really been, you know, haven't really been here Throughout my journey of podcasting, um, before I did podcasting, I was doing YouTube. I at some point I really didn't like doing YouTube because I really felt like um, I wasn't my authentic self on YouTube. Right? Damn, my my, my hold on, y'all. My shit about to die. Ah, Lord. Okay, we back in business. We back in business. As I was saying, um, I really felt like I couldn't be my authentic self on YouTube, but I knew that I still wanted to have a platform where I could talk my ish, share my opinion, share my thoughts, and really just be, you know, at least step out of my comfort zone, but still being comfortable. And podcasting did that for me. And one of my fears of doing podcasting was, you know, okay, people are not going to listen to my podcast, you know, it's not going to do well, da-da-da-da-da, like, you know, people are going to find my podcast corny, and when I started doing my podcast, when I, like, one day I woke up and I said, F it, I'm going to just do it, so I literally got on Canva, created a whole basic logo, and I started doing podcasting really from my phone before I transitioned to doing it on my laptop. And when I started to do it, I loved doing podcasting. Like, I love doing podcasting, period, okay? And people actually listen to my podcast. Like, people actually listen to my podcast. So, it's crazy. I mean, of course, I would say that I'm not up there, but I'm slowly progressing, and that's all that matters. So, you cannot do things. Um, you gotta. You just got to go for it. Honestly, you just got to go for it. That's just on period. And just realize that everything is a progress. Um, the second emotion is jealousy. Bro, this one, this one, I personally feel like, for me, it happens on social media. Like, when you see people on social media with things that you have, because even me, me and, me and my friends, we talk about this all the time. Like, 
when it comes to our wardrobe, our dressing, our hair and nails and stuff like that, we can't do too, we can't, we can't dress how we really want to dress because of financial, we're not financially there yet, we're not financially there yet, but when you see people on social media having the things that you kind of wish that, you know, you kind of wish you had those things, you know, it kind of bruise up jealousy but then I had to realize to myself that social media is not real life um just because this particular person has all of these luxury items they probably still live in paycheck to paycheck but they just have a higher income to higher income than me and I think a goal that everybody should have is to not live from paycheck to paycheck I mean that in of itself is it's a lot like it's a lot because you have to money pinch all the time and that becomes annoying I think everybody should have a goal of being able to for example if you wanted to travel to Dubai today you could book a flight book a hotel or Airbnb book whatever and you don't have to worry about there being a significant debt in your account because you're financially secure like that you feel me excuse me the third emotion is Emotion of hatred. Oh, this is a this is a really really strong emotion. Um, for me personally speaking, I mm, have I hated someone. I think. Mm, okay, let me not say I hated someone, but let me just say I disliked them to a really really high degree, and I kind of had to look within myself and say, you know, in a way, it's kind of like I gotta be Christian like, you know, I gotta be Christian like or whatever, you know, I gotta be Christian like. And for me, it's just, it's not a good feeling to have hatred in your heart. I personally feel like, I personally feel as though it's just not a good feeling to have hatred in your heart. For me, personally speaking, I mom, I sip my tea. Okay, I sit, I sip my tea. I look at the tea and I mind, <laughs> and I mind my business. I go about my day. That's it. I don't have no hatred in my heart because I'm worried about myself, you know. Of course, I like going on social media and looking at what people have because in a way, it gives me motivation to an extent to, yo, like, like, AK, you gotta, you, let's go. Like, stop playing with your potential. Let's go. But you really can't have hatred in your heart, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a really, it's not a good feeling. Let me just say that. Emotion of revenge. Ooh, child. Let me tell you something. Emotion of revenge, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. When people do things to me, I always say, okay, I'm going to get them back. But I'm going to get them back in a different way. But for me, I feel as though I had to learn even within myself that I shouldn't try to seek revenge because I know my God, he will handle it. He will handle it. I don't have... And y'all, when I... It, it got to a point before, like, I used to seek revenge. But then when I said that, you know what, God will handle it. Let me tell y'all something. Anytime somebody did something wrong to me, God handled it. He handled it. And that's all, period. So I didn't have to worry about it because he handles it. He hand, Literally, I pray to God. I ask God to... Literally, when I get upset, I always try to pray to God. I, well, yeah, I really make it a point to pray to God and ask God to, you know, just give me the spirit of calmness because I don't like that feeling of allowing somebody to rile me up you feel me i don't like that feeling because i personally feel as though when you allow someone to rile you up you give them that you give them your power and you need to be in control of your power so that's just my personal opinion five the emotion of greed this is another one this is another one um people are greedy people are very, very greedy and you see this a lot when it comes to uh, 
I, I feel bad for the people who are in Forex because not all the people who do Forex are bad. But I'm talking about the particular ones who are doing Forex that are in that particular network marketing business with mentorship and also, you know, them getting signals. A lot of people who are in that business, it's not all of them, but a lot of them who are in that business are very, very greedy. Um, and that's why they're giving the what you call it the the whole reputation of forex bad forex is not a bad thing um it's not a bad thing you can make a lot of money with forex because forex is really lucrative the market is volatile and it's a trillion dollar industry but you have people who are so greedy in terms of trying to sign people up and get residual income that, you know, they fail to realize that they low-key mess it up for everybody. They low-key mess it up for everybody who's doing a network marketing business. Um, they mess it up because people don't want to join the business because of X, Y, and Z. But greed is a really, is a really, it's an, it's an emotion that I see in a lot of people. I see it in people who are impatient when it comes to money. Um, and something I realized is that money comes to those who are patient. When you're someone who's impatient, it's not, when you're someone who's impatient, you're going to go and seek money, but money comes to those who are patient. For example, let me give y'all a prime example. So just recently, um, a, um, a manager at Saks called me and they asked me, um, if I was available to work. Now I know what y'all are thinking. I know what y'all think. Y'all like, AK, you was just talking shit about sex. You was saying that she wasn't gonna go back there. Ah, I, I, I know what y'all are thinking. But I said, you know what? Let me just go and work there because I'm not really doing. I'm not really doing much this summer besides studying for the LSAT, and I low key need the money. And this time, all I'm gonna be doing is working on the weekends, which I personally like the most because at least during the weekdays I could study for the LSAT but I need a little I need like like everybody we all need money I personally need like I first I'll be honest with y'all I'm gonna be honest with y'all I need a little bit more of money and they called me I was listen I was patient I wasn't even worrying about I wasn't even worrying about money and they called me feel me that's what i mean by money comes to those who are patient when you're just chilling when you're literally literally when you're just chilling money will come to you but if you're someone who's impatient you will go and you will seek money and it just gives you a bad look at the end of the day don't be greedy do not be greedy um don't be greedy even me i personally feel as though in certain friendships i feel as though i i personally well mm, I say I would say certain aspects I feel as though I could sit here and say how I might have been greedy. So even me, like I'm trying to really focus and work on myself so that way I don't exhibit these type of emotions with friendships, with all of that good stuff. But yeah, y'all already know I don't like sex. They don't pay me good, but hey, your girl need money and it is what it is. It is what it is at the end of the day. I'm still, don't worry, I'm still going to talk shit about them. I don't care. I'm still going to talk shit about them. I don't care. Excuse my language. I'm still going to talk shit about them because they be blowing my shit sometimes. And, you know, somebody needs to call them out on their shit. And I'm calling them out on their shit. Okay? <laughs> LOL. So, number six. The emotion of superstition. Now. For me, personally speaking, I've had superstitions since I was a kid. So, y'all already know I'm African. If I'm African, I'm Ghanaian, to be exact. 
and growing up I used to watch a lot of African movies it's kind of sad now that I don't watch a lot of African movies but I really feel like the African movie industry or whatever is kind of it's kind of becoming I don't like it I don't like it it's not the same how it was when I was growing up when I was growing up the movies used to be funny they used to be popping but some of these movies um some of these movies basically when someone's trying to poison somebody they normally poison them through food right and so I've always been superstitious to the point where I would never eat somebody else's food unless it's my mom's like growing up I did not eat other people's food unless it was my mom and it wasn't because I didn't like the food or whatever, but it was because I was very, very superstitious of what they were putting in the food. And it was low-key due to the African movies, bruh. It was because of the African movies, bruh. But, yeah, just try to avoid superstition. Um, It's very easy to fall into that particular habit. I feel as though because of how I... It, it, because of my environment, it contributed to the fact of me being superstitious, but I've learned to get out of it. I've learned to get out of it, and literally all I do now is pray over every food that I eat. Before I eat anything, I always pray, so that's just me. And lastly, oh, lastly, the seventh emotion is emotion of anger. Yeah, as I mentioned before, I'm personally trying to work on not allowing people to rile me up. Um, because I just don't want to give them that power, you feel me? I don't want to give them that power. And it's really something that you have to work on. Like, for me, I'm always, I'm all about self-development, self-improvement, and it's something that I personally have to work on because hearing, like, I would say I've gotten better at it because here and there, like, I feel like there's certain instances where here and there, you know, somebody riles me up and I'm just like, dang, why did I allow them to rile me up or whatever? But, you know, I'm getting better at it. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect because I'm not. Nobody's perfect at the end of the day. But that is just, like, literally, excuse me, literally, um, that is an emotion that I think a lot of people need to work on because let me tell you why people need to work on this particular emotion. People need to work on this particular emotion because some people are really, really crazy, okay? There are people who get angry to the point where literally, literally, the just yesterday I saw a video of uh, a white lady pulling out a gun on a black woman for no, for absolutely no fucking reason. For no reason. And ended up getting arrested, as she should. You know what I'm saying? Literally doesn't make sense. Literally, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I've seen people on, you know, well, I've seen this on the internet where, for example, when it comes to men, they try to, you know, try to talk to women and women do not want to entertain it. And they go through the lengths of sexually assaulting them, raping them, even killing them because of the fact that they got rejected. Ah, like... Even road rage, even road rage is even serious too. Road rage is very, very serious. So people need to work on this particular, this particular emotion. This particular emotion will actually makes people do crazy, dumb stuff. And it's insane to see on social media or the internet. But yeah, that is really my takeaways from this book. Uh, this book, I this book is a good book. I give this book an eight. Um, there's another book that I actually really want to read. It's called Think and Grow, Think and Grow Rich. 
um the black choice so it's probably it's like probably the same thing as this book but it's like the black edition you feel me because this is definitely the white edition let me tell you something it's definitely the white edition edition 110 percent and as i mentioned before it is uh it is a philosophy book so it is a book that you kind of have to low-key study and read several times oh yeah let me talk about um sexual transmutation so when i read this chapter i said what the fuck is this like <laughs> I said, what is this? But essentially what the chapter was on that I really feel like, I really feel like this particular chapter is for men because to be honest, this whole entire book is for men. This whole entire book is really for men. You could tell it's dedicated, it's catered to men. So yeah. Anyways, when it comes to sexual transmutation, basically what Napoleon was saying was that if you're somebody that has a high sexual urge you need to use that those sexual urges into something and you need to transmute okay you need to transmute those sexual urges into something um productive such as starting a business or working on your business or things like that because if you're not careful you can allow sex to overtake you and you're missing out on things that you should be doing because you're so pressed about sex and what I mean by that is, when I mean by sex overtaking you, it's like, okay, there are some people who watch porn. Um, there's there are some people who watch porn. There's people who pay OnlyFans, you feel me? There are people who are like that because they need to release sexual urges or they have sexual urges and they need to, you know, have a little sign something to, you know, release it, you feel me? Basically essentially what Napoleon Hill was saying is that to use those urges into something that will benefit you, um, use it for something that, you know, will help progress you, will help develop you, will help improve your overall life, your overall sense, your mindset, all of that good stuff. And I low-key like that particular chapter because I really, really feel as though a lot of men need to read that chapter for real, for real, because LOL. But yeah, overall it was it was it was okay book. It was an okay book. Um do I recommend that people read it? I do recommend people read it. Um but just realize that once again, it's a philosophy philosophy book. It is a book that you should read more than once. I personally am going to read it more than once. Um but I want to read other books. So yeah, that is my book re- that's basically my book review. Those are that's just my thoughts, my opinions on this particular book. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um the book I'm currently reading now is Becoming by Michelle Obama and it's crazy. I'm I'm not going to get into it too much, but it's a particular book that, you know, it's a long book, but I love the fact that it's a long book because you really get to see things from Michelle's perspective. I think in a way this particular country focused a lot on Barack Obama but didn't really realize the toll and the effects that it you know the effects that happen when it comes to Michelle and her children and it's 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 a good book um I highly recommend that y'all get that book and read it with me but yeah um before I leave y'all you know we've reached the end of today's episode but before I leave y'all I gotta do the black this oh whatchamacallit the what oh LOL, someone sent me an email that just didn't make sense. What is this? What package is this? I did not order nothing.
Oh. <laughs> okay. So, before I leave y'all, gotta do the gem drop of today. And let me see what's gonna be the gem drop of today. Huh. Okay. It's, today's gem drop is going to be a business gem drop. And so, okay. The gem drop of today is... One does not become money conscious by filling one's mind with negative emotions. The first and best victory is to conquer self. And fear of poverty is a state of mind. So that is the gem drop of today. Thank you all for listening to me and my book review. I genuinely appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into Aki Unfiltered. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at I'm.AK underscore underscore. That is the letter I, the letter M, dot A-K, underscore, underscore. Once again, thank you so much for tuning into, into AK Unfiltered. This is your girl AK, and your girl AK is out. Bye, y'all.